What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Fight Junkies. It is Memorial Day. A very special day to me. I honestly was not going to do the show today. But I thought to myself, all my buddies that never made it home, they can't do a show. So I'm here for them. I'm here for them in their honor and their sacrifice. So shout out to everybody that served... um, and rest in peace to all my friends. And the ones that are suffering today, let's go give them that call and show up at their front door before we have to, you know, have them as a memory too. Too many too many vets a day. But yeah, Austin, what's up? How you doing, Bobby? Happy Memorial Day to everybody. Uh, thanks for having me on again. Yeah, <laughs> it's a beautiful day and we have... Uh, well, clap it up for the boss coming out of retirement. Ooh, we Thank got Travis guys. out of the... Travis, when's the last time you engineered? Uh, Probably about a month ago. Be I, I feel like it was longer than, longer that. than that. I think 24-hour, legitimately. 20, oh, 24-hour podcast? I think that was the last time you legit... I, You know what? So it's I'm, been I'm like happy two... to show up for my, my good man, Bobby. Oh, I appreciate you, boss. I appreciate you. <laughs> so today, uh, you know, we're going to do some hypotheticals. We're going to try to have a little bit of fun, but it's not going to be the longest show because if you do know UFC and, and the mixed martial arts world, you, you know that there has not been much going on uh, in that world. I mean, the, no fights last weekend. Uh, then this weekend, uh, that's almost over. It's been the, pretty depressed. Yeah, there's been nothing going on except for the road to the UFC, which is a great show, kind of like the contender series in the UFC PI in China. And, you know, that's exciting, but... Not a lot of people knew about it. There's been some announcements, but I'll dive into a couple topics right now. Uh, I'm just going to rattle off a few things that are happening that we've already spoke about. We've already went into the Francis stuff with signing with the PFL, so I'm not going to dive into all that. That has become overly saturated. Good for you, Francis. Get the bag, bro. Uh, Regardless of what everyone's opinion is, at the end of the day, he's going to get paid, and whoever he fights is going to make a cool $2 million as well. Uh, Sean O'Malley fighting for the belt against Sugar Sean in August. That's another thing that's kind of been oversaturated. I'm tired of the shit talk. They've been talking for years now. I'm ready to see them get in there and scrap. Henry Cejudo's chirping, saying he wants to come back and fight for an interim belt against O'Malley. If uh, Sterling doesn't want to fight, if he does want to fight, he said he's going to fight against Marab, but that's another. Uh, that's a whole other story. There's been a lot going on. Alex Pereira is going up, fighting uh, you know, Jan Blachowicz for his debut at 205. Jan said, I've already beat three guys that came up from 185. You're just going to be the fourth, and I'm going to send you back down in middleweight. So there's a lot going on, but nothing that's been going on like right now. Those are all things that are going to happen over the next few months and things that I've already talked about. So today, in honor of my buddies, we're going to have a little bit of fun because I know that... Well, let me let me... Let me explain, right? So you got I just had the guys, and I appreciate it, you know, thank me for my service, and I had to tell them it's not Veterans Day, it's Memorial Day. The difference for a lot of people, or there is no difference for a lot of you guys. In your brain, it's kind of the similar, right? I mean, how do you look at Memorial Day? Uh, well, obviously, so obviously it's memorializing everybody who has served this country, who has put up the ultimate sacrifice, done everything... You know, so we can be here right now doing this podcast. Facts. So we're not in the in the uh, the calcium mines, thirty hours a day, working for somebody like Travis, but in a less fun environment. Uh, but 
I was curious. So, like, is Memorial Day for any veteran who has who has passed away, or is it like usually for veterans who passed away, like in the line of duty? I'm gonna say every veteran. Okay. I mean, I have like so I have my cousin. Well, unless no, it's more. Is it more? For Look, like, we're going to respect all, all my fellow vets, but yes, it, it is for the ones that lost their life fighting for the freedom that we right, are allowed okay. to, you know, so f- sit here. Yeah, it, it. so Memorial Day is for the ones that we lost that fought for our freedom. Veterans Day is to give thanks to the veterans that served. Okay. So, I mean, it, I, I usually post a lot. I, I'm usually quiet. Um I post a lot on Veterans Day, but I'm a lot more quiet on Memorial Day. Right. Um, I reached out to my buddy Noah's wife, as I do every year. You know, he passed away. Um, You know, I I try to, you know, kind of disassociate myself with the world for a couple days. But like I said, I'm here today for them because they cannot be here. And it's a bittersweet day because I'm proud of what I did, and I'm goddamn proud of my brothers that served. Um and we all put our hand up to the amount and the cost of our life. And some of us, you know, had that check cashed, unfortunately. But I'm proud of them. And, and, and as much as I want to be depressed and I want, to, I want to sit in my own sorrows and my own memories, that's not what it's for. You know, I need to be here, right here, alive and proud that I'm breathing this freedom into my soul for them. So that's why I showed up today, man. I never... I can't remember the last Memorial Day that I wasn't either a mess or just completely out of it, and I didn't want to do anything. I mean, I don't want to even go to the gas station. But I'm, I'm, I'm getting healthier, and as I get healthier, my views change, and I realize that my brothers that did not make it home would want me to be here today. So I am here for them. And I'm also here for the people that are watching this, because I just said the same thing seven times in a row. I went out to the Las Vegas Strip. Let's talk about that. Tell me, um, did you enjoy what you saw? <laughs> yeah, I, I tried to keep in touch uh, on Saturday. I was a little, uh, I was a little inebriated, so I tried to keep up as best I could. Uh, but the, it's always good content though. When you go out there, even if you get somebody who's like just out of their mind, literally, like it's still good. I think I need to go, and my wife says it too. I need to go at night. Yeah, there's more people there. You're more likely to get. More wild. More wild, but also, I'm not going to lie. I mean, anybody who's lived in Vegas during the daytime, if you're out there, like, you're probably going to get the people that are not all there. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're making their moves before it becomes too crowded. Exactly. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Um, I think I want to do both, you know, because I, I, I'm not always looking for the, the clickbait or the funny viral right. one. I do genuinely want to have a conversation with some of the people and get a, a an educated answer in regards to mixed martial arts because it interests me other people's opinions because a lot of people their opinions differ especially when it comes to fighters you know we could be all in for O'Malley which I am and then other people could be all in for Sterling and that's fine and that's why we love the sport that's why we love sports in general but it's fun to go out there it's even more fun to ask absolutely ridiculous questions Travis, did you see the questions? Did you see them? No. Okay. Also, Travis is <laughs> one not tapped into sports whatsoever. No, I'm glad two, he didn't because it's going to make it right now even better. Yeah, we should I'm just excited. ask him who wins between Tyson Fury and and John Jones in the cage. I think a coin has a better choice, a better ability to pick. Well, you've seen one of them fight. 
John Jones? Yeah, you, you watch you right, watch John, John Jones, Jones fight. Dominates. That was a good fight, actually. It was 45 seconds. That's why it's so good. <laughs> That's why it's so good. You got to go home early that yeah. night. <laughs> I'm going to play one of the clips into the mic, okay? All right. This is one clip that I've watched 50,000 times because the third answer when this young man realizes what he has to do and his facial expressions, it is the funniest shit I have seen in a very long time. So here we go. You got to fight one, you got to f*** one, and you got to marry yeah, yeah, one. I remember. Mike Tyson, Conor McGregor, and Dana White. I'm going to marry Dana White. I think that's a sound investment. I agree. I'm going to fight Connor because I'll be out within a one round. And I'm going to... With Mike Tyson. <laughs> what did I, okay, so I remember that because I answered it in our group chat. We have a Fight Junkies group chat. I remember, I think I, I went on... I said I'd kill Tyson. Yeah, we had the same. You, kill Tyson. You never said how. I'm lighting his ass up. All right, I'm not getting it. I'm not fist fighting the dude. I'm not rolling with the dude. No, you're gonna fight. You're gonna marry. Well, because you originally it was it was fuck Mary kill. Yes. So I said kill Tyson, fuck Connor. Because if I'm gonna fuck any of them, I want to fuck the best looking one. Yes. Of the three, and Connor's not that much older than me than the other two, and obviously like marry Dana because like if he's gonna die before me, I'm set. Of course he is. Well, I don't know now. No, I don't know. With Gary Brecka, he might live to be 300. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, he's like, what, 54? And he's going to yeah. be a, easily a, worth a clean billy by the time he dies. Yeah. So, yeah, you're you're a lot younger than him. So, yeah, you'll have a good 30 years of spending his money. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, that yeah, it was so funny. Because, you know, they come up and I'm like... Hey, do you, you know, this is how I get everybody. And I can kind of gauge people. I'm pretty good with people. Um, and I'll, you know, if they give me the look or they, if I see them read the microphone, then I know like, all right, they, they, and then they'll look away and I'll be like, yo, yo, do you watch UFC? And they're like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, come here, let me ask you a question. And I'm like, hey, I'm Bobby. I'm like, you don't, you don't mind me posting you on, you know, I, I do that whole thing because I don't want to hear no crap. And they're like, no, no, no. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like. All right, I'm going to ask you a question. You, you sure you're up to current events, right? I was so serious with these guys. They thought I was legitimately going to ask like a serious question. <laughs> yeah, and then I hit them with that. And they were like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. Travis, what about you? Fuck, Mary kill. Uh, okay. I'm going to... I think Dana White, Mary, easy. Easy peasy. Yeah. Um, I want to... Uh, Mike Tyson. I want to be, be caressed by Mike Tyson. <laughs> Yeah. Now uh, we never said it was like sensual sex. What if it's just like just grips your back? I don't your think neck. he knows any other way. <laughs> <laughs> I have met, my ear off. I told you about how I met his daughter, right? I don't even. Michael. Wait, what going? a weird segue. Okay. Yeah, well, no, no, no. Because oh, like obviously he had to have sex to have kids. But uh, I met. So I worked at a at a title loan place, and his daughter came in for a title loan with her like her brand new Mercedes, and uh, uh, her name is Michael, and she looks just like him. And I had to call him as like a reference. Holy shit. And I call him and he's like, yeah, this is Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah, stop calling me. I, I approve whatever. And I was like, all right, cool. I got, but she told me that like he would not sign the birth certificate until uh, his, I guess, wife at the time agreed to name her Michael. Wow. So she, looks, she looks yeah. just like right, So you would marry Dana. You'd fuck, fuck Mike, Mike Tyson, Tyson. And then obviously, I'd, you know, I'd have to fight Connor. Because, you know, again, 
maybe first 30 seconds, I'll let him, you know. I, honestly, I, I might just like lean into it and no, get it over why, with. Get no, over with Tyson, it would be the first 10 seconds. Yeah, no, Tyson might give me permanent neck injuries. I think both you know, of them would probably give you permanent injuries. I think the funny thing about this interview that makes me laugh so much is this guy. To, you could clearly see him, and I'll show you the video after. He takes a second in the beginning, a good four seconds, and he thinks about it. And he goes, you know, Dana White, that's, that's a sound investment. And then he, he thinks he has it, and he goes, and I'll fight Connor because, you know, I'll be out one round. But he forgets the last part, and then you see it click, and he's like, like, and Aw. I guess I'll... Because I'll fuck Mike Tyson. <laughs> I'll fuck Mike Tyson. <laughs> you had Tyson. to say it. Like, he didn't say he it. Walked, yeah. He was dying walking away. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it was a, it was a good time. There's a, I got I interviewed a, a cop as well. Um, you know they kind of give me the the cold, and then I tell them like get over him on the like I'm a combat vet. I was an MP. And a I'm gonna plant fentanyl like, on you. I'm, no, I'm I wore the same uniform for a decade. Get your ass <laughs> yeah. over here. You're not gonna give me that you know cold shoulder like you do the rest of the civilians out here. Um, but I told him because he had his eye cops on, which is a little thing we wear. That I would be respectful, so I just you know asked him a normal normal stuff. I'll post that today. But he, <laughs> he was just cool. asked him, "Which UFC fighter would you fuck?" <laughs> I did ask him if he got a call from Dana White that he was going to go into the slap power slap, and he and he could choose any fighter to slap. Who would it be? That was another question I was doing with people. Who would you, if you could pick one fighter, Bobby, to power slap? Who would you power slap from the UFC? Aljo, he's been driving me nuts the last few weeks. <laughs> I'm be, I mean, he's just cringy to me. I would go. I would go I'd bigger. Slap go the home. shit out of him. He would, you know. But that's in slap fight, you know. The, you, in real and world. Here's the thing. Any of us here, if like, if if you just keep your feet planted and you win the toss and you just happen to get a clean shot, like that's really all you need. Yeah. I mean. Well, I mean, Aljamain fights at 135. I weigh 215. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> in the parking lot, you know, he's definitely gonna take me down and. Yeah, I'm you gonna I'm gonna get a new me. backpack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't Lana move. Lana Cherries, our uh, associate producer at the studio, said I'd uh, I'd power slap Ode Osborne. <laughs> <laughs> that would hey, they're actually kind of like similar. What fierce? Yeah, they're both just like <laughs> both like fierce. Tiny will fuck you up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would go with Pavlovich because honestly, go big or go home. Holy shit. It's gonna be like a like it's gonna be sound like a squeaky toy when I hit him, but then when he hits me, I'm gonna like wake up six months later and they're gonna be like, it's, "You're awake." You know, now that we have not that we're not smart, but we got like one up. I'd say Travis is like, yeah, yeah, I'm up. one up. Yeah, on sure. what in in, in what? just the overall like business intelligence. Uh no, he's we're here. Yeah, yeah here we are. <laughs> But We're his name line. is, he's one of the owners, you're not. So he's got both of us up. Get wrecked. Opportunity. All right. So, okay, anyway. very, but he took him a couple years Thank of you. like, you know, I appreciate, I appreciate building that. that relationship to get Thank in there. And I say this because there's been a, and this is a serious question. It's no fight fuck stuff. When it comes to the slap fight, someone who's not like as associated in, in the, like that, like mixed martial arts world or, you know, you have, a, you, your interests are elsewhere right. in a lot of ways, you mm -hmm. know, like, when you look at the slap fights as somebody who knows social media, knows business and things like that, from the outside perspective, what do you think? Like, what's your? I've, I've heard a lot of critics talk about slap fight that are fans of the UFC, and they're like kind of judging the two when you can't. Like, what what is your opinion on it? I mean, some of the like, dude, I've grew I grew up when YouTube was unfiltered, right? And <laughs> some of the events, quote unquote events, that some of my youngest or when I was younger, like YouTubers doing, like. It's crazy stuff like crossovers, garbage content. And like finally we have like 
some legitimate people, you, uh, Dana White, UFC, all these companies that have some funding, just doing, just experimenting. Like it, it's, it's no different than paying 60 bucks and going to Las Vegas Strip and watching a show that they've rehearsed a thousand times, but you're just giving the opportunity to random people or not random, but like fighters or whatever, people who train to, to perform on stage, right? It's slapping the shit out of each other, but come on, we've laughed at dumber stuff on the internet. Like, I think that especially if there's a payday for the people getting hurt, I think that that's all that matters. That's yeah. what I say, because they would be doing it for a hot dog and a Miller Lite at their local bar. No, I mean, look at bum fights from when I was in high school. Yeah, back bum in like fights. 2002, bum fight. Now, here's here's my my thought on this. I, I think it's great. I agree. But I think it's more of the Vine era. I don't see myself seeing little kids in the future going, hey, daddy, I can't wait to grow up and be a power slap champion. I don't see kids looking up to them as athletes to where they want to work hard to be, you know, like them how many athletes that want to be a football player or a soccer player or want to do it because of everything but the sport the fame the women the power the all the other stuff that comes along with performing right so i feel like much like how some people want to be youtubers that's youtubers low life but you know 12 year old travis is like i want to become shane dawson now he's touching like cats or something but like you know (laughs) Like it's an I, old one. <laughs> you got to get something new in here. I don't Shane. know. At least he's but, not touching dogs. Like dogs <laughs> but nevertheless, it's like it's like everything around it. It's the it's the hype. It's the promo. It's the it's the potential money. It's just the fact that you're on TV, right? It's no longer I want to be a mathematician to send people to the moon because it's a humble job. It's I want my face on a billboard. That's that's what's that's what people want. It's and, the clout. The clout. Yeah. Nobody nobody wants to work. You know at and be in a band and then only play dive bars, but there are people that do that. Like, but I, you know, I envy. I have a um, one of my best friends, Rio, for, uh, from the Bay Area. We played golf together all the time. He's the one who got me the golf set, the ah, clubs, okay, okay. right? And we would go to the golf range down the road uh, in the Bay all the time. And I'm not going to say who, but there was a guy there who's like, a, I think he's a a plumber or a welder. You know, he's one of those guys. And he is so unique and so okay with just being who he is that I envy him. I envy the people that are okay with their life, that are content with being the plumber or or just being the school teacher. And and they're not looking for that, that extra. Yeah. I really, really envy the people that genuinely are cool and content with their life. Cause I'm not. Yeah. I'm a fucking nut job. I'm a nut. I'm not going to stop. I'm literally, I say it all the time. I have always talked a lot. Now I have a purpose and a place to put my words. Get out of my way. Fight Junkies is not, this isn't just like, oh, look at this thing. It's new and and it goes away in six months. I'm taking the shit to the fucking moon. And you can either get on the goddamn spaceship or get off. That's a beautiful thing to be ambitious, but it's also a fucking sickness. Yep. Because it would be nice to be content and just be like yeah. oh i've tried it i can't i've legit tried it i've worked jobs where i was like all right this is like i could this is on- i don't want to say honorable but it's okay you know if i work hard enough i can get high enough to make okay money and be comfortable and then i was like mm, but then i always found myself starting a youtube channel or like a podcast or wanting to create content and then i was like yeah. yeah, maybe I do, maybe I don't want to be content, and then I realize that I don't want to be necessarily famous. Like if it comes cool, I want to be significant. I want like my work to be. You want to be loved. 
I guess loved, but like being like a producer or an editor, like not necessarily famous, but you're significant. Genghis Khan. How no, many no. how many people did they did that guy, the guy inseminate? Right, that wasn't oh, for one third of the population. Right, one ten, I think it was one tenth. That one tenth? that yeah. seriously. Hi, I'm on camera now. Um, th- that person did not do that because they wanted to just you know you know help out the population issue you know in the world. <laughs> they wanted to have a lasting legacy. Now look back at every single leader, every powerful leader. I'm, I'm talking politicians, not like you know. No youth group leaders. They, I was the same. Like that guy wanted to have a legacy, or did no. he want to make changes? They they wanted something to be around, and uh, I think life in general has like distanced, created a class system. People who need the power want the foreverness, want them their name to live on, and the people who are humble and make the the world work, like the plumbers or whatever. I don't think I think it's we got to be careful how we talk about like the people who do the dirty work, even the military people. Like there's not there's no clout in dying for your you know country it's it's honor right like like the plumber in a way it's like the infrastructural need it's he went to school longer than anybody ever any influencer has ever gone to school to shovel shit to eventually become a foreman to tell someone else to shovel shit right like that's such a that's beautiful hard job but it's it's you know he goes home at night you know his values are strong you know he raises kids treats them to be good people like that is lasting legacy it's just in the minutiae of everything you're like oh i don't want to keep my last name i'm yeah. afraid of my lineage the like stuff like that can kind of destroy the sanctity of what makes doing the the bad jobs good essentially did either of you work in utilities ever no i, I pulled cable okay before you were even born okay <laughs> so you, yeah you get it because like i'm talking like cat five cat six yeah. fiber mm-hmm. optics i did it i was about to get my union dues card back in like 2001, I think. Okay. You guys were like little. I was, what, three or four? Yeah. Uh, My mom is a project manager still to this day for uh, a company, a telecommunications company. And it was like, but bro, I was like 17. You know, I'd already like been on my own. I had my own apartment at 16 um, due to like, you know, whatever. Right. Um, And it was good money. You're talking 17. I got sent to Washington, D.C., and we pulled cable for like, I think it was 17 days straight, and we got tons of overtime. Yeah, and we're we're talking t- over 20 years ago to a 17 year old kid making a grand a week. Yeah, that's crazy. Bro, I was, but again, I my foreman at that time was a former Marine Corps veteran, and he kept and and he was like, oh, Bob, and I always wanted to go in the Marine Corps, um, but I had screwed myself by getting too many tattoos. Back in the day, they were a lot more strict. But the right. army's like, "Oh, hey, come on, <laughs> you know, <laughs> get over here, asshole, let's go." But he always said, "Like you can always come back and do this, but you can't always go back and be a veteran. Your 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 body's just gonna you're gonna get older." Yeah, you know. So I quit, like right before I got my dues card. I mean, by now I'd be making three hundred grand a year hanging out, but I would have never let you know. How many, I mean, I'm from where, and no offense to my friends that watch this, you know. Um, but where I grew up, a lot of people get out. They go to that vocational school. They become an electrician, a union guy, tin a knocker, mechanic. a mechanic. And that's what they do. That's it. That's their identity. Yeah, they might have a dope house now and a pool, but they've never really gone anywhere. I've lived in so many different countries. I speak multiple languages. I've loved. I've lost. I've done so many things that when I eventually do write a book, people are going to go, holy shit. 
and, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you why I don't talk to a lot of people from back home. And, and I just had this conversation with my wife. I was talking about on one of the shows. I was talking about doing bare knuckle with uh, with fight circus, right? right? Right. And one of the guys that I was really close with growing up that I have not seen in twenty years. I'm thirty seven. I haven't seen this kid since I was seventeen or so. He he made a comment like. Do you think just because you were a badass at 17 and, and could beat the shit out of people that you could ever do bare knuckle now? So where's he stuck? He's stuck in 20 years ago. Right. 20 years has gone by and they still are stuck in high school in that same mindset of back home. And I went to Europe at that age and, yeah. and then went to war and traveled and competed and trained and did so many things. Had kids. Had children. Matured. Got married, got divorced, got married, got divorced, had more kids, traveled the world. I've lived in so many different places. They're still in that same spot. Now, as much as I envy that, I cannot relate to it. So I immediately blocked him and was like, right. I, have, I have no, I, I benefit. And he's probably going to watch this. And the last time he commented like, Laughy faces on it as a comment because <laughs> they're watching troll. Yeah, because they're watching me now, and I love the kid. Nothing against him, truly. But the person that they know or knew doesn't exist anymore. Right. That was twenty years ago. They, these people have no fucking clue who I am now. No idea. The name's the same, but the, the person's completely different. But that brings me back to the I I I have been through so much. But I envy the people that that are content. that were content. I have this thing, like my ex used to, you know, came from a small town in Southeast Texas, and she used, she used to be like, you know, you embarrass me. Like you're always dreaming, you're always dreaming. Well, guess where she's at? In the same fucking town, miserable. And guess where I'm at? In that chair, chilling. Life is good. Hanging out with celebrities, going to fights, sitting cage side. Influencing people, you know, bettering myself, becoming a better person, a better father, a better husband, a better parent, a better friend. I'm actively changing who the fuck I am for the better, but people judge me and other people based off of the person that they knew then when that guy doesn't even exist anymore. So shame on them, you know? But yes, I do it. At what cost? How much yeah. does it, what, what are you going to lose and go through to become the person with? All the the memories, yeah. Is it, it? It's a lot. We're getting deep on this fight, junkies. It's for real. This is uh, we should call. We're this fighting our demons, fight junkies. <laughs> I fight my demons every day. I, I uh, yeah. I had to like gather myself on the way here, just yeah. to to not, you know, tear up, because I'm grateful to be here. I shouldn't be here, literally, not just because I should have died in Iraq, um, like my friends, but. You know, that's part of it. It's survivor's guilt. Right. But when I say in August of 2017, I was detoxing off a of heroin in a jail cell. Going, you know, going through the work, couldn't see my kids, lost my job, couldn't go, didn't have a home. I shouldn't be here. This is a blessing. That's why I get so passionate. Like, how fucking dare you tell me that I can't do it? Are you kidding me? If I didn't die then, I'm, I'm, oh. I can't be stopped. I'm gonna call me the fucking Terminator, bro. That's why I'm always texting and I'm always motivated. I'm going to the strip. 
because I believe in this shit. And I, there's no goddamn way, no disrespect to Ariel Hawani or the Schmo or any of these other MMA. They, they're, once I get this shit down, they're done. That's why I couldn't sit on certain people's shows because these people have, they have no substance to them. They're fake. Nobody wants to listen to you. You've done nothing. I'm almost 40 years old. I've done everything. Everything. Literally traveled Europe, been to war, been divorced, had children, went through losing children, been homeless, been addicted, been in fights, been in bar fights, traveled. There's nothing that I'm going to sit across. You're not going to tell me. I've been from police officer to jail to barber to cosmetologist to landscaper to pulling cable to working at Six Flags Great Adventure. I've done everything. I'm not, I'm not very happy. Again, goes back to not being content. But when I see it, Mike, our competition in the MMA world that sit next to these fighters, they they hope they get respected. I'm gonna I'm gonna demand the respect. Cause they get told, you don't know how it is to get in that octagon. I go to war. You don't know what fucking war is. They have no idea what war is. They don't want to know what war is. No idea. So yeah, man, there's no stopping fight junkies. I know I'm going on a fucking rant. It's Memorial Day. <laughs> I got a lot going on, man. Preach. There's a fucking bald eagle above the studio right now. You guys don't even know right now. But I'm super. Yeah, when I was saying like another thing that bothers me is uh, why I wouldn't go on certain people's show. I'm sick of people. And I used to tell the you know the people at the VA when they when I went for like mental health and stuff. They're like, oh, you're not going here, or, or how come you stop going to mental health? And I'm like. I can't sit and listen to somebody who just read a goddamn book tell me about life. You've never pumped gas at a gas station midday and thought that the car next to you was going to fucking blow up. You never think about getting shot in the face from a guy on the roof of the movie theater when you're hanging out with your family on a beautiful day. So you want to tell me how you're going to help me? You have no idea. You have no idea. That's why. So when these people have these podcasts and all these things, and they want to talk about resilience and all this crap when, you know, oh, like, I just, it bothers me a little bit. Because I've been through it, and I've seen some real pain and real shit. And that's why I like fighting. Because there's nothing more pure than getting in there one-on-one -on -one and getting down. Nothing. I don't know, you know, we didn't have a lot to talk about fight-wise no, today, but, but fuck them. If we're talking that. about fighting, uh, did you ever see the action junkies where we, the engineers here, were talking about who would win if we had to get in the cage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys were in the uh, Studio B, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who do you <laughs> George. think? George. <laughs> well, right right now, 100%. I, I say George. But just from pure athleticism. George has got us on, beat on weight. And I think muscle... Not, not weight. Him and I are the same. Uh, well, muscle, I mean, muscle, for sure. Muscle density. Muscle, muscle density and athleticism. George's thigh is bigger than my fucking waist. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So basically, my goal is to get in there and get tapped out as quickly as possible, so I have most of so my then, So then, roll, so then, okay, have me as a matchup. I'll use you as a, a little... I think step. best chance against George in the whole studio, not to sound arrogant as me. And oh. I just say that because I'm a You hear that, George? He's probably dog. watching the back right now. George, I just say because George, life hasn't like completely like destroyed his soul yet. I got a lot of fuck, <laughs> you know, I got a lot of fucking pain inside me and rage. Rage. You know, you and, and you're going to have to, you're going to have to kill me. And, and, and that's the only thing that I, That's you know. what Chase said to Chase. Like, I'm not going to stop coming. I'm like, yeah, you're not, you, I'm not, I'm not going to go into a stand up with any of these people. Why do I agree? Chase, I love you. But why do I believe him? 
Is he like spider monkey? Why are you going to Austria, bro? Are you buying people to kill them in oh. a hostel? Like, yeah. Fuck. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I wouldn't get into a stand-up with it. Actually, Travis, I get in a stand-up with. I know I can throw hands better than Travis. Um, he has anger too. I have anger. What do you mean? I remember in first grade being put into like uh, the counselor's room, like and I didn't know why, and they're like, "So why do you get angry sometimes?" I'm like, "What? What the fuck is this about?" Yeah. And I found out. Oh, I would just hit kids because I get fucking mad, and that lasted for forever. But uh, give me like, because I think we said like, oh, in six months, me, 100%. I'm the only one a- out of the four of us that's actively training. Yeah, but I think George is just too strong that jujitsu won't even work on him. But that's the point of jujitsu is it's supposed to work on the bigger. It's supposed to be the little guy. It's supposed to be able to. Yeah, if you're Henzo Gracie and you've been doing it 15 years, at that level, when you're like, you know, probably a good high level blue belt against someone that can just bench press you with one arm, I that's why there's weight classes. That's my opinion. See, what you guys aren't uh, understanding is that, you know, you know, you guys are talking about the fight, what's happening in the ring, bro. I'm loosening the lights up top <laughs> so that, like, I just, like, stomp on the ground and, like, Dude. a light falls down and be like, you're, not, you're in my field now. <laughs> uh, and then in a no contest, so Travis's record is 0-0 and 1. <laughs> now, what about, what about Mr. Orlando? Because, oh, I'm taking him and I'm, I'm going for that arm. I don't know. He's got some darkness in him, too. Uh, we all have uh, darkness in us. What are you talking about? No, no, I mean, like... Demons. See, what I'm saying is nothing, no disrespect, young man. I know you've been through some stuff, but if you were in my brain for three hours, you would take your own life. No, I'm not doubting that. <laughs> okay. I'm, not, I'm not doubting. And John has 15 years on me. Right. He's, I've seen, you know, I've, I've never seen someone get that mad over popcorn in my life. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's a good little little trio yeah. joke here. Yeah, wow. to the yeah. point where I stayed with him. Yeah, I know because it, it was like four on one, and if it went down, I'm like, yo, we're both, you know, he, he can bail us out, you know. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm I don't know if I want to fuck down. I don't know if you're okay with me telling this story, but it was just funny how during the movie, like you come up to me and you like like because we're we're in like the recliner, so I'm like laid back, and he comes over and he's he he like what's his, he's like you packing. In the movie theater, and I was like, for once, I was like, no. He's like, bro, this is the time to do it. Yeah, because I hadn't got my concealed at the time. Right. I, took, I did take the class. Oh, good, um, good, good. So you, that's one step over. Yeah. Now you just got to wait eight months for Metro to, to do it. Yeah, that's said like 100 days. But we're at a movie theater with everyone that we love, my daughter, you know. If, if, I would I would say yes. All our that family, we love yeah. as a studio is there. And this guy doesn't bring his I didn't bring, I didn't bring my fire. Like, I'm that, so sorry. Did you not see what Batman did? I did see what happened with Batman. That's where you that's but that's where my brain goes. No, I get it. But guess what? Next time what are you going to do? Undisclosed. 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 Undisclosed cuz we are not going to say what movie theater we were at or what movie theater I will ever go to. No, but it's not against the law. So you're thinking about policy. You can't get in trouble for saying that you did something that was against policy. You don't work for them. Very true. And unless they know that's that's the fact. I I wore a badge for a decade. Very true. See and that? I watch a lot of fucking YouTube. Right? That's <laughs> my too. wife. I drive my wife nuts. I drive my Shout girlfriend out to nuts. my wife. You guys get, you know, me for a couple hours a week, which is I it's a lot. One She's of my friends locked in the hell in the cell. One of my friends yesterday he said, Thank you for your service. And I said, don't thank me, thank my buddies, but I thank you for being a good friend to an absolute lunatic. And, uh, <laughs> and it's, you know, I'm a love me or hate me. But with all that crazy energy that I have, inside of that somewhere, it's greatness. I fully believe that. Because I, I clearly am different than other people. If I can ask you on the strip, if I can ask a stranger I've never met if you would fuck Mike Tyson. And get an answer that's get not- an answer, that's a gift. I want to go into, because we're, we're running out of time here, I am going to have a couple of really cool guests on this week. One of the guests 
If you do not follow them, go follow. Their Instagram, they probably have more than just Instagram because they're so big. I think they have a TikTok. It's Mick Dojo Life. Mick Dojo Life. Mick Dojo Life, shout out Mick Dojo Life, is going to come on via Zoom. Uh, I'm not going to say where they are in the country, but, you know, they're in a different time zone. And, uh, I mean, they're big. Joe Rogan follows them. And we've been chatting it up. Super cool dude. So what they do, if you haven't seen like all of the uh, the culty like karate stuff, where they do like, uh, oh, what is it like, where they have the power inside of them and they stop people and your chi, your chi, that's it. They do the chi. This guy posts all about it, um, and it's one of the most famous pages uh, of yeah, all time. I've known about him that. since before I was podcasting. Yeah, so they're gonna come on. Super excited about that. Uh, also, if you guys know. Um, a few weeks ago, Nate Diaz was in New Orleans and he choked out a Logan Paul lookalike. Well, they had just got done with an event, uh, a boxing event, and one of the promoters that's a business partner with KSI and all them um, is now a buddy of mine. He's going to be on the show, Overt, PJ, uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt, doing big, big things, you know, two million. I think he's been here. I think he did an episode of his show here. He, it's possible. Before. I think he, he has a show with Ken Shamrock. I don't know. I think, because they only did one episode here. Um, I don't know where that went. But Well, that'll help because they'll know where the studio is. Yeah, and they would know me. He's a Vegas local. I think, is, you, you sent a picture of him. I'll have to look at him again. Yeah, over, uh, over it. Yeah, that sounds very familiar. Cause I remember but that's being, what I tell you when people, you know, they want to say, like, I've had people... Not be negative, but like I kind of went from like, oh, Bobby's doing, and then now look what he's doing, cage side with Steve O uh, and the Nelk Boys. Because I put myself out there. Nobody came up to me and gave me any of this shit. I started with a cardboard sign two years ago. The only reason I met over PJ, who's a celebrity, you know, two million plus TikTok and doing all these huge, huge things in the boxing and MMA community, is because I met him on the strip, actively out in the sun, sweating my balls off. Asking people about fighting stuff. I didn't, you know, it's not like I networked all. I was just yeah. out there putting the work in, you know, and putting the steps and the time in, and, the, and it it's benefiting. So everyone thinks that you could just go out and just become someone. No, you gotta you gotta really create it. You gotta put in the reps. You have to put in the reps. So did what did he say? Did he fuck Mike Tyson? That was the uh, the other day I was out uh, there. Okay, okay. So he didn't get the he didn't. He didn't so we'll save it for when he. Oh, we'll definitely ask him. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Um, so we got over and then there's another MMA page. Um, I'm going to look him up to give him a shout out. Another MMA page is going to come on. We have yeah, your Royal Highness in the chat. My wife. My oh, wife. That, Why'd you say it like Borat? My wife. My wife. Uh, she said, I got Travis on all of you. Oh, damn. damn. She likes you a lot because maybe uh, don't sports bet <laughs> <laughs> or maybe do and win a lot of money. Just saying. That actually, that is, I the mean, underdog. Put like, put like 10 bucks. Sure. John did say he wanted to see if we could get like a circuit line on it. That'd be crazy. Who'd be betting on that? Fight Wave. Nick. Sorry, Fight Wave. Fight Wave. Fight Wave. Fight wave. They have uh, 113,000 followers, all mixed martial arts, and we're going to connect. I've been a fan of them, so they're going to come on this week. Super, super excited about that. Sorry. You're all, you guys were talking about something. No, we're done. We're done. We're good. Yeah, no, 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 no. Your, your wife was just saying that she has Travis on the fights. Yep. That's who she... On, on My all wife of, loves Travis. Mm-hmm. 
She, I guess. I'm sorry that I watched her take a shot (laughs) while she was holding (laughs) cash or something. You were like, "That's gangster." That's a mother (laughs) right there. That's a mom. Yeah. So she's uh, a. Ever since then, she's like, "Yeah, all right." (laughs) Travis and I got that. We we know. But yeah, shout out to my wife, man. She uh, she's been on this journey. She was with me in the the trailer, you know, when I was making that cardboard sign, and she was like, "This guy." God damn it. It's not going to work. You know, in her brain, I'm going to be the shoulder he's going to cry on. And uh, we'll have to, I want to make like a, a video with your help because you're awesome at editing uh, of like that day, me with the sign all the way to like me hanging out with like the, the Nelk boys and Steve-O and being cage side, like two years later hosting a show. Because they still have the, literally we have the video of me walking up to the UFC apex holding the sign that says Uncle Dana Iraq vet, let me watch the fights. And from that all the way through to two years later, hosting a huge fight show, going to the Apex all the time, interviewing, you know, all those MMA fighters and UFC fighters and and champions, um, hanging out with these celebrities and and just living a ridiculous life. Uh, I'd like to, yeah, we should make make something. Make a super cut, but do like a... That could even be our intro. I think that would be a good intro. That's the intro. I think that's it. Yeah. So I'll just need that footage. Just give me that footage. Because I think people the, will be drawn to that instead of like, like I love it. It's a great you know, story. Fight Junkies isn't just a it's not just a something that poofed. This is a journey that Bobby has been on. John's a smart guy. I wouldn't be sitting here if he didn't honestly like take his we're talking almost two years of him being a friend and like watching me and be and consistently I would as much as I post now about it, I just do it on Fight Junkies. I was already doing it just on my own shit. Now I do it on our page. So it was all strategic. Yeah. Um, so you did it the normal way. You and Travis did it the normal way where you guys like had that relationship. I met him and started working for him the same day I met him. No. <laughs> so it was like, I got to build this relationship fast. Yeah. I need, you know, and I've been asked, like people think like, oh, you just showed up at the studio and like, you know, you're hosting your show. No, it's not my show. I was, I was called and asked to move here to do Fight Junkies by my good friend who happens to be Mr. John Orlando. Um, yeah. we were I, talking about a fight show. Like this time last year, John and I, I was and, like, and I was on the other side of that. Yeah, because I was like, San let's Francisco. start MMA junkies, and then we found out there's MMA junkie radio, and now they're here, and now it's like, a, oh, yeah, <laughs> Good yeah. We so did go with that name. This wasn't like a overnight. Who the no. hell? You know, Bobby just showed up. Um, no, John's a good friend of mine. I have a lot of love for John. He's done a lot for me. I got his fucking back, so I'm super proud to be here. Um, anything else you guys want to plug before we get the hell out of here? Uh, yeah, no. you can not Travis. No, Travis doesn't have anything. Travis right, I need the stream now. Just kidding. Oh my god. Uh, you can, let's 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 plug. We do have another. Why don't you shout out what's going on in Florida? Yeah, I haven't done that on this. Show. Yeah, because that's all you've been doing is Florida right. stuff. Because I think it's great. If you guys don't know, the Junkies brand is you know, fight junkies, fitness junkie, bizarre junkies, Latina junkies. All the junkies um, are the brand. It's our uh, network. It's our network. But then we're inside of Sticky Paw Studios. And one of the owners of Sticky Paw Studios is right here, Mr. Travis. Guys, we're going international. Well, before that, we're going interstate, all right? <laughs> <laughs> well, Podcast Junkie Studios is going to be everywhere. We're starting in Boca Raton, Florida. We're going to spread to the uh, to the West Coast. So we're going to get them from both sides. We've got the network, junkies, bizarre junkies, fight junkies, Vegas junkies, action junkies. Uh, all the junk, gridiron junkies, shout out. Um, and then we're going to have Podcast Junkie Studios. So in your city, you're going to be able to podcast just like us in a set that looks exactly the same. And it's going to be badass. You're going to find us, if you're in Florida, Boca Raton, come visit us right now.
Very nice. That's uh, a clip right there. That's a clip right there. You're going to have to send that to them. Yeah, I gotta, to gotta, yeah I gotta, they got to make it up. Uh, well, I guess since I'm here, uh, everybody go check out Bizarre Junkies if you want more cryptids and paranormal. We just had Jay Wosley from Ghost Adventures on last week. That was like our Super Bowl Sunday. That was pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, we have a lot of good episodes coming out, and it's a, it's always a fun time. When are we going to go do some find some haunted shit together? So, here, so here's the thing. Is I brought it up to Jay because... You've met Old Man Liver, and he says his place is haunted. Yeah. And so Brian Hopkins wants the three of us. I always, I got to be careful how I phrase it, because I, I always say, like, Brian wants to do a three-way. But no, he wants the three of us, him, Old Man Liver, and myself to do, like, a content They've been shoot. talking about that for months yeah, now. They, well, and then. Listen, old guys, let's make it happen. What about me and you? Google some shit that's haunted, and we get a Here's tent, and we fucking go out. Here's the thing. I'm not as crazy as you. I'm kind of bitch-made when it comes to that stuff, all right? That's but I'll why be I, there. I got your back, dude. I'll fight a ghost. What's up? <laughs> you know how I think about ghosts? It's not, and it, Listen. Listen. This is really the way I think about this shit. A ghost is the same as a person, just without the physicalities. So I'm stronger than the ghost, because I'm my <laughs> own spirit, and I'm still... In the flesh. But they have ethereal powers. They have, they have yeah. supernatural. Goats. Goats. <laughs> Travis, we're ass. just rambling here at this point. No, yeah, I love it. I love here. this banter. I'll yeah. punch a ghost right in the... Everybody subscribe everywhere for, for Fight Junkies. Yeah, thanks for all the support. And once again, uh, shout out to everybody today. And if you see anybody that is stolen valor on Memorial Day, kick them in the neck. Take their signs. Please. Stolen Valor. If you're Stolen Valor, you're a piece of shit. Memorial Day is because people lost their life fighting for the freedom that you get to enjoy and try to take all the, the clout, as we'll say, uh, and the valor from my brothers and sisters that, that never made it home. So I hate Stolen Valor. All right, we're out of here.